0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Greetings, beautiful people. And welcome to Queen's Stand Up Support Network Radio. Our purpose and intention is to create a non-judgment zone of support for the leaders and those working to be the change they want to see. Where we increase our awareness regarding the experiences that manifest as we navigate through this adventure we call life. Increasing awareness allows us the opportunity to choose to align with the actions necessary to manifest the desired change. You give all of you every day working to live on purpose, and now we intend to give back to you by empowering you to tune into your souls let us pray almighty divine creator as we grow from strength to strength we give thanks for this day and the opportunity to expand our vibration as infinite choice makers thank you for showing us the way of healing we are open to receive as we continue to align ourselves with peace may our homes and hearts be forever filled and surrounded with happiness, healthiness, love, and forgiveness as we live in the present moment, our most powerful point of being. In the name of the father, the mother, and the child, Amen, Mut Kanshu, Ashe, so let it be. Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to Queen's Stand Up. Happy, healthy Sunday to you. Yes. Last week we were talking about, you know, how to bounce up during adversity. Really good show. Uh, check it out at QueenStandUp.com. Uh, today we're here to talk about a very interesting topic, uh, one that we've kind of dabbled on here and there during our um, season uh, in relationship to the illusion of death. What do you think about the idea that we do not live once? Our guest host, author of Death is an Illusion, Elf Biskov, high time we realize we do not only live once. She says we are not identical to our physical body, which is only an instrument for our spirit. She goes on to say that realizing that death is an illusion has huge consequences for our worldview, and we are standing right in the middle of a consciousness shift that will reveal answers to all the big questions about life, death, and the mystery of both. Super excited to talk with else today. Um, If you'd like to join the discussion, dial in to 929-477-2476 and press one to indicate that you have a question, comment, um, or comment. And also, if you just want to send a message and like for me to read it for you, you can send a message via the chat that is in Blog Talk. So you would log on to the show um, via blogtalkradio.com forward slash Queen Standup. And there is a chat feature within the platform that you can utilize. Um, if we are friends on Facebook, definitely feel free to send me a messenger uh, a message via Messenger. And um, you can also send me a message via text if you have um my contact number. All right. So, um, we just had Else on. I'm not sure what happened. I don't see her now. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna have to reach out to her. She may be having a little bit of technical difficulties. Great way to start the day, right? <laughs> I'll say. Hold on. One second. You know what we'll do? We'll go ahead and we'll go to Miss Sandra's Moment of Power while I try to connect with Elf. Okay. Oh, yeah. She's international. That's right. We know how that goes. So, all right. We will um, shift gears and listen to Miss Sandra's Moment of Power. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: Y'all know what time it is. Get ready for Miss Sandra's Moment of Power.
1: Mama's home. Keep chopping them juice, mama's on, better listen
2: up and you'll grow.
0: Good morning, Queens and Kings. As we go forward, I would like to give a shout out to the fabulous ladies who lead this podcast on the awesome job they're dedicated to every Sunday. You all are a part of history. Hmm. The illusion of death. Illusion, according to Webster's Dictionary, how something is perceived or interpreted, a false idea or belief. Sometimes our relationships can have an illusion of death because we take each other for granted. And it might appear that one is not interested giving an illusion of death of a relationship The same energy that was sparked at the beginning of the relationship can be used at all times in a relationship that will help to keep the love alive. Non-validation from others can sometimes appear as an illusion of death. When we are insecure in ourselves or places we feel insecure, thinking... We are not enough will cause our spirits to feel as if we are worthless and of no value, causing us to withdraw and isolate ourselves from society can also be an illusion of death when we look in the mirror. Mental illness, depression, dementia, Alzheimer's, Should not be taken lightly because that is also an illusion of death because the person is not aware of the new person that they have become. The original person is lost and that might appear to be an illusion of death to their loved ones. The illusion of death is just that, an illusion. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. John 8, 36. Be blessed and happy Sundays. And again, ladies, thank you, thank you, thank you for the phenomenal job that you continue to do on this podcast. Be blessed, everyone.
1: Wow, that was amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much, um, Ms. Sandra, for the shout-out. Um, that, that's really awesome um, to hear you um, commend us for the consistency because, as we talked about on our show Um, before, you know, talent can't even take you as far as consistency can. And it's something that we've intentionally done uh, throughout, you know, the last three years is to really build our practice of being consistent. So thank you very much for you also being consistent. Um, We know that you are retired and you still take the time to make this a part of your schedule, and contribute to our show every week. And it really means a lot to us that you do that. It does take teamwork to make the dream work. I learned that from you. And it also, um, commitment is really huge. So when you find people who are willing to be committed to your vision, to your dream, you know, it's something to be cherished and it is something that to be acknowledged. I also like the direction that your message went into mom talking about, um, illusion of death and you put a spin on it. I, else, I do see you on now and I'm definitely going to bring you on right now as well, but I just wanted to touch on this really quickly. So, um, let me just say shout out to you so you won't leave. Hi, Else. Are you there? Hi, Hi. good. Hi. Hold on just coming. one second. I want to finish this thought. Um, I wanted to talk, else. Um, welcome to the show, and thank you so much for joining us today. Um, My mom, I don't know if you got a chance to hear uh, the message that she shared um, and the direction that she went regarding the illusion of death. Um, She took it to a different direction, meaning the death of things like loss, you know, and it's just so divine. I I won't get into it too much today, but it was definitely (laughs) the illusion of the death of relationships, you know, it was so, it's so divine because I really just recently encountered an experience and I had to really, um, think into the idea of the fact that there is no loss and choose to instead learn from the encounter, the experience that I had, uh, with, with the relationship. So, um, that was a really powerful message and we can go, you know, further with that in detail, but I'm going to bring it the floor back to you um, else and get your comments.
2: It's interesting what you're saying, because it is true that there is no loss. I mean, everything that we experience on this physical plane is really just an expansion of our experiences. I mean, everything is a learning. We, we learn every day and we are in a, on, in a sc- sort of school Here on the physical plane. And um, I mean, we go through a lot of things. We go through losses and we go through sufferings. And sometimes we often deplore it and say, oh, why does this happen to me? And this is just too bad. And I didn't deserve this. But we have to understand that we are on a journey and we're on a journey of learning. And everything that happens to us is a step on that learning journey and um, it's all just a, a building up of experience of knowledge of insight of wisdom so that each day we become wiser we become more insightful we become become more knowledgeable so i mean it, it we have to have a perspective of what is happening to us and what we think of as a loss may not be a loss it could be a blessing it can be anything really Um, I don't know if that is in line with what you were thinking about. Absolutely. It is absolutely.
1: I I couldn't have said that any better myself. Thank you for your input. Like, I love that you said it's just an expansion.
2: Hmm. Yeah, just an expansion. Yes.
1: Yeah. So you're saying, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm gathering from that that we're on the right track, and and it's in alignment with what Ms. Sandra said. The perception, how we perceive something is what can be um, mm, energetically deafening, if you will, you know? Absolutely.
2: (laughs) I mean, attitude is everything, isn't it?
1: Thank and um, perception is
2: mm-hmm. attitude is everything absolutely <laughs> yeah and I think when you look upon yourself as a victim you really do not have the right perspective on, on what is going on but that is because you know I I wrote this book called death is an illusion and I did that because I wanted so much to let other people know that what we think of is of death as death and, and we are real many people are really very afraid to die and And they think that when they lose a loved one, they will never meet again and they have to say goodbye in the right way and all that. But that is really an illusion because we are not identical to this physical body. The physical body is an instrument that we use as long as it is useful. But when it becomes useless through illness or old age or injury, we pull out. And when I say we pull out, I mean our consciousness And this Mm. is a really, really important point because what we are identical to is our consciousness and not our body, our physical body, as is, as I said, just an instrument. And our consciousness is a field of energy. Our consciousness is not limited to the brain. It sits around the whole body in the shape of our aura. It sticks out from the body in about uh, 50 centimeters. And because it is a field of energy, and energy cannot be destroyed and it cannot be created. This energy field does not cease to exist just because it is no longer attached to a physical body. So I mean it literally when I say that death is an illusion. We cannot die. The person we are, the, the, the level we have reached of, in our evolutionary path, is all conserved uh, in, in our spirit body or our consciousness And in our consciousness, we have something called our fate element. And our fate element is really like a microchip. It's like a storeroom for everything that we have experienced, all the wisdom we have gathered, everything we have learned in any specific incarnation. And we take that information with us the next time we reincarnate. So for each life we live, we become wiser, we become more knowledgeable, we become more moral, more ethical. We become better persons. We become more beautiful. So it's really, we are on a journey from imperfection towards perfection. And mind you, this is a very long journey, very long one indeed. So we have lived millions of lives before, and we will live millions of lives again, because we are eternal beings on an eternal journey through physical and spiritual realms. And, um, I think this is such Mm. an uplifting idea that that this is not – I mean, if we think that that we die when when the physical body stops, it's just a snapshot view. It's a snapshot view that has no perspective and no real insight either. So, I mean, once we realize that we are not identical to the physical body and that life goes on and on and on, that will change our whole perspective. I, I hope you agree with that.
1: I do. It's already changed my, you know, perspective now. Even when we were building this show, it definitely raised my consciousness and planted a seed of curiosity mm. within me. Um, I have quite a few questions from what you shared. Yes. First, let me just ask can you say your name
2: for me completely? Elsa Busco. It's um, I'm I'm Danish so it's a very it's a very sort of inconvenient name to have when when you're speaking to an to an, an English-speaking audience because it's difficult to pronounce. Elsa is my first name. Elsa I got yeah. it.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Elsa Buskoff. Okay.
1: Yeah, I was calling you Els. <laughs> yeah, what but else? that's fine. <laughs> but but <laughs> I know. I- I thought it was so unique because I was saying to myself because it it applied to one of my questions. Right. <laughs> uh, what yeah. else is possible? You know, exactly. what else is possible in this big expansion, um, this big evolutionary experience of life. But yeah, I always ask myself that question nowadays. Like, what else is possible? You know, like mm. it's not—it's not so black and white. Like, it, it, okay, yes, I've seen this and yes, I've seen that. But what else is possible? What haven't oh, I seen?
2: Oh, the sky's the limit. Right, yeah.
1: but it brings me—you know—to this point. You—you you said, um, well, you said so much. And mm, But indeed. I wanted to first go, and it was great, it was all great, I wanted to go into the question of, you said we're not identical to this physical body. What do you mean by that, not identical to this physical body?
2: Um, I simply mean that most, most people think that they are their body, that and then when the body dies, they die. But that is the, the big illusion. We are not the body. The body is an instrument. It's an instrument for our okay. spiritual uh, energies, for our consciousness. So what survives when the, when the body dies is our consciousness. And the body is like any other physical thing. It is exposed to wear and tear. I mean, if we have anything that we use, we'll get worn with time. And the same goes for the body. At a certain mm. point in time, it has been used up. And it it has, and we have to shed it. We have to pull out of it because it is now no longer a useful body. And and, uh, then we leave it and we move on to the spiritual plane in our spirit body, which is identical to our consciousness, as I said. And in this spirit body is all the information about the person we have become. So we don't lose anything. We don't lose anything when we die. We are exactly the same only without the physical body. And after a good long rest, spiritual plane, where we will meet our, our loved ones, where we will be taught and, and, and entertained and, and, and um, have incredible insight, and we will rest, when, we att- when we're ready to reincarnate, we will then again be connected uh, to the egg and sperm cell in, in, in the womb, and we will start our new physical journey from there. So, and what what we do when we come into the womb and, and enter the egg and sperm cell is that we create a body completely in our own favor and we continue when this body is born, we continue our development from exactly the place where it stopped the last time we died. So we're on a continuous journey. And, um, and as I, said, as I said, for each life we live, we become better, more moral, more insightful. And um, yeah, it, it's just, it's fantastic. That's amazing. It is.
1: is. I don't know why that makes so much sense to me. Like nothing else makes, I've, I've heard, I've, you know, when I think about things that I've heard in terms of spirituality and religion and stuff about death and life, none of the, nothing makes sense
2: to me more than what you just said.
1: I, know, no, it's I, just, I guess is, i guess I'm a believer in reincarnation
2: yes, this' because it is so logical, and you know i'm 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 not the source of all these things that i'm saying the 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 danish visionary uh, and mystic martinez is and uh, w- when he was thirty he had an he experienced during meditation an expansion of his consciousness in which um, after which he was able to see into this the spiritual level that is before before and beyond the physical level and uh, he had two very profound spiritual experiences and he experienced uh, an expansion of his consciousness as i said and he achieved cosmic consciousness and it is from this source that um, i have everything i say but this Mm -hmm. um Inexhaustible source of spiritual wisdom, Martinus wrote more than 10,000 pages, and he died in 1981 at the age of 90. It is from this source that I have everything I say, and the difference between this source and most uh, of what we have learned through religions is that this is so logical, what Martinus says so appeals to our intellect that we simply say, well, this, this has to be the truth because it makes so much sense. And and we have to understand that why does did the Martinus material appear at this time in, in, in at this point in time? And that is because as where we are now today, we have all become much more intellectual than we were two thousand years ago when Jesus revealed the, the, the New Testament. But at that time, he had to appeal to people's feelings because their intellects had simply not grown to, an, to a point where they were able to understand what he said if he had said it mm-hmm. in a more intellectual way. But that point has, mm-hmm. we have reached today, and that is why the Martinez material has come at this point when we are sort of ready for it. And it, it will appeal to us because it simply makes sense. <laughs> it's as simple as that. So um yeah, I don't know if you yeah. have a, a, any questions or any comments or I will simply go on for hours. Um any Please questions? do interrupt me.
1: Oh my goodness. I'm over here like I'm expanding over here. <laughs> good. Good, good. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, yes. Well, you know Elsa, I just I've been saying this to people recently because I've been noticing it recently I've been practicing meditation more recently as a part of my routine more consistently Mm -hmm. rather I should say and it's a big difference when you practice it consistently and not for maybe extensive amounts of time but like you know I have one that I've been doing at the top of the day Mm -hmm. and we've been reading the text in our group becoming supernatural um and I've been doing that but every time I finish the meditation Elsa I, I'm telling you, I feel like my consciousness has raised. Mm, and I don't yes. know, I, I can't say, there's nothing that has happened other than the fact that I'm more confident and secure in the visions that I've been having. Like the, 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 the new development of self, the evolution of me. You know, yes. I, I feel more confident in this knowing that you're talking about. I wasn't able to put it in words per se, but there's, it's definitely, if I could pick one word, I would say, or I'll pick two, it would be present and confidence. Those are the two words that I would associate with how I feel after I finish meditation nowadays.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that is also why meditation is such a fantastic tool in today's world where so many people are suffering from stress and i cannot recommend it enough because it gives you a poise it gives you an equilibrium a balance in your whole uh, in your whole mind and from there you are much more powerful than you are when you are you know stressed and and not knowing and and uh, worried and afraid but but, uh, but meditation gives you a certainty that that there's something else and that you are connecting into it and that can only give you strength and it's also a very good idea to connect to the divine because there's a divine level, no doubt about it. And they, they're they happy to hear from us. I mean, if you're just ignoring them, they just think, oh, well, I'll we'll just let, let let her be. But once they... Let her figure it they, out. <laughs> once they realize that we actually, we're talking here and I'm listening, the, the whole thing, your whole life takes on a whole new turn. That is absolutely certain. I mean, never meet met anybody who hasn't who haven't Im- improved and benefited enormously from meditation, so yes, I no wonder you are you're happy with it
1: Oh it's amazing And um, the other day, I was having a challenge i was i was as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, and i I was surprised surprised myself because I responded differently I went into um, meditation was my response I didn't try to understand or figure it out. You know, I mean, I did my normal stuff. I, I contacted my coach, um, Bashana. she's mm-hmm. on the line. And um, we chatted and we had a good dialogue and I expressed and explored my feelings and whatnot. And then afterward I went into a meditation. And before I went into the meditation, I was almost, there was, so, there was a quite, there was some resistance within me. I could feel like I was upset about how things were turning. I was wanting to stop the, the reality, the way that it, 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 it had spun, because it, it, to me, it wasn't right. And, and I was going to try to control how things were. That was my, that was my normal way, my old self, right? Mm, yeah, and then when yeah, I yeah. went into the meditation, spirit told me, let go. Yeah.
2: There's no <laughs>
1: loss. Let go. And mm. I was just, but, and, I, and it's spirit, why are you holding on? This is what spirit was saying because you believe in loss and you believe in lack somewhere in your consciousness, and none of that is real. And I, I, this conversation didn't happen in like words, like I'm saying it. It was just no. a knowing that I was yes. told to do something, and I just knew. Like it was just so
2: clear. Let go. Yes, that is your and intuition. I did. Okay. And, and okay. that is a, a very, very good sign because the 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 more we we become evolved the more with our ability to, to, to click into the intuition of the universe, it will grow. And, and actually, in order to be able to grasp or understand and be, or be on, on wavelength with this material, you have to have a certain amount of intuition in your mind, in, in the energy of intuition in your mind set up so that, that you can actually connect with it. But, but when, you, when you have something which is certain, it's a certainty, and you don't know where you have it from, that is your intuition. Yes: Yes, and the energy <laughs> of intuition is the strongest energy of, of all the basic energies of the universe. It penetrates everything. So once you are able to begin to click onto the, the energy of intuition, it is a, it's really a great moment, and from then on, it will only go forward, I tell you
1: oh my goodness I mean it was phenomenal I, I, it is phenomenal that what you just said intuition mm-hmm. because that's something that we, many of us struggle with trying to you know you have those premonitions we, we do a lot of hindsight stuff right yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. follow the premonitions necessarily mm-hmm. but then in hindsight we're like dang but how long do we have to go through that not, not trusting the intuition before you realize you keep exactly. having this cycle of knowing something to do and then not doing it and then being here and then saying I should have did what I thought I should I should have did like why don't yeah. we just you know work on doing that so you know me I just I, I I'm deciding to do that you know at least this time but I wanted to um and, and prayerfully going forward you mentioned um uh consciousness is a field of energy yes yeah the and and then the next thing that I have from that you said that the energy field it can't be destroyed so no. does that mean that when we are less conscious, it shrinks, and then we, we are more conscious, it expands? Is that what you're saying?
2: No. I mean, one, thing, oh. one thing is our, our day consciousness and, and what, what we are thinking about and doing on a daily basis. But we have a field of consciousness that is the core of who we are. And in, in that is also really a, a field of information. And in that field of information, it is electromagnetic radiation. And and a physicist will tell you that electromagnetic radiation holds information. And in that field of information, everything about who we are is stored, but also our past lives and what has happened to us during many, many lifetimes. But it is stored on an unconscious level that we are not able to access at this point in time. So, the, but, but it is there. The whole, our whole in, uh, in consciousness holds so much information that we can't even begin to understand it. But, but the, what, what, what sort of seeps through to our day consciousness is only a tiny part of that but but the point here is that the, the the first law of thermodynamics even every physicist will will confirm this the f- first law of thermodynamics tells us tells us that energy cannot be destroyed and it cannot be created and such a field of energy that our consciousness um consists of is a, is a spiritual reality it is not something that we can hold in our hand it's not something that we can see uh it but it is Real. Like it's air. real it's as real as when we receive a call on our cell phone we cannot see the energy that comes uh, through space into our phone and we cannot see the information that this that this uh, ray holds you see where i'm pointing what where i'm i'm getting at that that we that electromagnetic radiation is what our was our consciousness consists of and it is a type of, it's, it's an energy, but it is as real as physical uh, stuff. It's just not visible. And, and everybody who lives today, alive today, knows that invisible stuff exists because we use it every day when we speak on our cell phones, when we, we, when we work on the internet, when we receive uh, GPS information from the satellites up there, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. When so we breathe. <laughs> when we breathe, yes, that's not electric magnetic radiation, but that's different, but never mind. And, uh, <laughs> okay. and, and, and I mean, we, we also know that that when we have a, a body in hospital lying and, and is hooked up to all these um, uh, 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 machines that will, will measure if that person is dead or alive, and when the flat line appears, that means that the, that the energy field has left a physical body. So when the energy field leaves, oh. the body dies. So, so it, it, it's, it's obvious. I mean, these monitoring de- devices that are used on hospital, they tell us exactly what I'm saying, that at the time of death, the energy field leaves. There's no more energy to make these curves hop up and down. A fat line appears, and that means the energy field has left. And what is then left on the physical plane is the physical body that now very quickly starts to dissolve because what kept, what kept it all together was the energy field of our spirit. So, I mean, we just have to turn things around and realize that there's a lot, I mean, the, the, whole, the whole world does not only consist of physical matter, but it, it mainly consists of spiritual matter, wow. electromagnetic radiation that holds energy and information, and and this is something that we have to calculate into our world picture.
1: I think it's amazing. It, it sounds like it sounds like there's a big file cabinet, and we open. We you know,
2: exactly.
1: some of us have opened one of mm. the drawers.
2: Absolutely, there's still is how it is. to open. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's okay. also this the field of energy that we have in the universe we we are alive in a con, in a conscious universe the universe is not a, a dead something and the clean, the planet is not dead either and and no what what, what, what is this the the conscious universe there's so much information out there I mean, all the the empty space that we thought was empty is not empty at all. It's full of energy, and all this energy contains information, and all this information has sometimes been referred to as the Akashic Records. And it's really the same because the Akashic Records is like a library of all the information that has ever existed and that is really how it is, a conscious, it's a conscious universe we are living in. Mm-hmm. And, and this also will expand our way of looking at, at things that believing that we are alone in this universe is, I mean, I don't know how many people actually believe that anymore. <laughs> as, as, our, our, as our vision expands and we see that mm-hmm. more and more galaxies appear and oh my God is that big and are we really the only, the only ones alive? No, we're not. Everything is alive.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I, you know, I, a belief is just a thought that we keep thinking. So if we've been trained into, programmed, if you will, into yeah. a, the idea of things being a certain way based on the research or the information or what was known to the the people who taught it to us, yes. um, that's why, you know, those beliefs still are Present in this experience because people, some people aren't exploring other things, you know, and yeah, exploring and, and other and, possibilities. Yeah. And,
2: and, you, and you're so, right. And, because, and, and,
1: and mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, there's a huge down, download at the moment onto this uh, planet, the Earth of a spiritual awakening. And um, that is what a lot of people are experiencing, that they are experiencing a, a, a new spirituality that is as if it's, it's flooding the planet. And this is what Martino says. And that is because that, that it's really, really high time for us to make a shift in the way we look upon the world. Because the old way of looking upon the world, what we can also call the mainstream narrative, has so many unanswered answer, questions. And um, it is time that we leave it behind little by little, thank it for all the insight it has given us, and realize that it is not the final truth about the world, about the cosmos, about who we are and and what is actually happening here. So I agree, because it's not serving us. We live in very exciting times where mm-hmm. where we are suddenly leaving behind an old an old way of looking at at the world an old world culture and starting to open up a new world culture that will be completely different from the old one there will be much more understanding there'll be much more compassion universal love um uh, less greed mm-hmm, less mm-hmm. envy less less killing less <laughs> less of all the bad things so, I, agree. So are, I agree. We are living in exciting times. Mm.
1: Yes, we are. We really are, and we're here for it. We're ready. Uh, I agree that it's t- with you that it's time for the shift. Uh, it's happening. It's happened. Like it's not it's absolutely that we even control either. You know, so yeah. that's a good thing. That's a good oh, thing that we can't control absolutely. it. You know, Nobody um, can so no, 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 we can't, and no. that's that's what some and you know refer to as. Um, you know, it's infinite intelligence or God, um, backing yeah. all of this. It's infinite um, intelligence. So, yeah. absolutely. So, I have two comments, um, and I'm from our listeners, and I'd like to share this um, with us. This, she says, "This is Q. I live with this con- this kind of consciousness in a world of people who opt to believe surface level." I want to touch on that. Why? Um, that is before I go further. Why do you feel like else people choose, even after hearing information like this? Why do you feel people choose to just shut this kind of concept down and just say, nope, I'm going to stay here in my knowing what I know and, and my world of things as they are?
2: It, it, this is really quite easy to, to answer because um, they are not ready. And not everybody is ready for this kind of information and what is what is I think is a good thing to realize is that not everybody is standing at the same level of their evolution and and I mean there's no denigration in this it's just that we didn't all start on our journey on the physical plane at the same time. Somebody came in before us, others came 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 in after us and and you have to be to have had. a a certain number of incarnations behind you and you have to have had quite a number of of sufferings and experiences of of loss and and sadness behind you in order to open up um, this intuitive um, connection so when people turn their backs on it and say oh this is rubbish and I don't want to hear about it it's fine they are where they are and only life itself can change them. And, and um, I mean, we must look upon those as like we would look upon a younger brother. And we wouldn't say to our younger brother, oh, you're only 10. Why are you only 10? Why aren't you 20 like I am or something? So it, it's just that, that, that it, it's, it's, we're all, it's all steps, little tiny steps on our path of evolution. And, I mean, I've been in this, I don't know if I can call it game, for 24 years. And to begin with, I was, so, I, you know, I was so enthusiastic and I wrote my first book, Death as an Illusion, and it was published in 2002. And I thought, oh, everybody is going to get this and oh, everybody will be as enthusiastic about it as I am. And that was absolutely not the case. Most of my old friends, they just like, thought I had, I had lost my marbles. And uh, would I please shut up about all this and, so that they could get on with their lives? And it was a huge disappointment to me until I realized that that is simply how it is, that people are where they are, and we can't change it. All, all we can do is like tell about it, and there will always be somebody out there who are on wavelength with it. And those who are not on wavelength with it, they should just like stay where they are, be happy with the whatever conviction they have. If they are religious, then it's absolutely fine. I mean, this material is not meant to convince or convert anybody. It's there for those who are ready for it. And and those who are ready for it, the numbers will grow. Day by day, they will grow, and it will be a grassroots thing. It will not be something that comes from the church or from science. It will come from below.
1: Mm, Indeed. The prophet Jesus always talked about that, too. People will be saved outside of the, the, the church. Um, I'm a believer in that. I'm a believer that it's already happening, you know, right Mm -hmm. now. I feel it. I've been seeing it. I've been watching it um, within myself and others. I feel like just the concept of revelation, like whenever I looked at the, before I even heard people saying it, and I was grateful to confirm, there was this knowingness to me about the Bible and the message about the Bible and it being a psychological text more than a Mm -hmm. physiological text a physical text, you know, like more than just um, that it was telling a story about the psychology of the human experience, but basically, you know, because when they always talked about like revelation and how, you know, they expected God to come back, you know, Jesus is coming back, you know, that's a Mm. big thing that we hear in the Baptist churches and everything. And I always used to say like centuries after centuries after centuries, they keep saying this. Like, so every, every generation is having the same belief and it's just going to pick one generation to come back for, there's like these, this idea of favor, you know, of one over other, which I was just like, I don't understand that. And it was revealed to me that revelation comes to us individually. It's not something that's going to come collectively. It's going to come individually based on where we are. And age has nothing to do with it because, as you mentioned, this physical body, it's just a tool. So our consciousness can be far beyond what our physical body is. And that's why so many times you'll see little kids and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, this person seems like they've been here before. Everybody says that, you know, but it's kind of a joke. Yeah, but in essence, they, they most likely have. So, you know, that's the when, when that's why I, everything that you're saying just really make it ties in. I don't discredit any of the religions or whatever the the different spiritual no. texts because I do feel there is great truth. I just feel like the interpretation of it is not always consists no. of what the messenger intended and it goes back to what you're saying about how Jesus he couldn't give it to us straight and direct because we weren't evolved enough at that time to kind of get no. to what he was talking about
2: and exactly. so he broke
1: it down to a way that we could you know just like how we do with little children you know yes, we don't start exactly. to try to teach them algebra before we teach them you know their numbers yes
2: precisely, precisely. And, and when Le- Jesus lived he had to give people um, information and knowledge that would appeal to where they were. And it, it would be, have been a, a complete waste of breath if he, had, if he had taught things that we are ready to receive today. Because people would not be able to understand it. And he even said to his disciples, I have many more things to tell you, but you cannot bear them now. But the spirit of truth that the Father will send in my name will lead you to all the truth. And that is the work of Martinez. This is the the spirit of truth. But I would also like to say about this second common, coming and Jesus coming back, because we are all, as I said, on the journey of evolution. And at a certain point in time, when we have experienced enough um, sadness, suffering, enough information has 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 been seep has been seeping through to us, we will also achieve cosmic consciousness. And we're all on our way Mm -hmm. to achieving cosmic consciousness. And Martinus says that in about two to 3,000 years, a lot of people on this planet will have reached the point where they have achieved cosmic consciousness. And when you yourself achieve cosmic consciousness, and Martinus refers to this point in time as the great birth, the great birth, then you yourself Mm -hmm. will have the same level of consciousness as Jesus had and that is the second coming. The second coming is when the 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 mentality of Jesus and the consciousness level mm-hmm. of Jesus appears in each and every one of us, and then we will see a different planet planet with a lot of love Imagine a planet populated with people like Jesus. How would that look? That would look great, wouldn't it? There would be no more war, no more suffering, no more pain. No more starvation, no more jealousy, no more intolerance. Everybody would be there to serve others and and we would all emanate universal love. And that's where we are heading. So this world picture that I'm talking about, the world p- picture of Martinez, is a deeply optimistic world picture. And it tells us where we are going. And, I mean, once you have get, you got your head around it, you cannot... Expand your consciousness back to the old way of looking at the world. Or I know. Your- you can't, you, you,
1: you shrink. can't shrink it back, but you can hmm. find yourself um, around and in, in conditions that don't support your ideas or your, your knowing, your newfound knowing. And not that you forget, but that I, I really feel like that's what causes a lot of, of the mental illness and the mental insanity yes. for people. Yes. Um, is that you begin to doubt what you know, what you've seen. You, yeah. it's like it's more of a regret. No, you can't forget it, but then something does happen, and it, it causes a depression um, yes. in people when there's something in you that probably doubted because this has happened to me. You, you begin to, you rise to a certain level of consciousness and then you, 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 and and I want to go back into Q's message here with this because you arrive in a certain level of consciousness and then you feel lonely there. And this is what she says. She says, and it used to feel lonely, but now I understand that I can dispense this consciousness brought dispense this consciousness brought to, through behavior and interaction because I don't hurt or get stuck in perceived loss anymore. Um, it often breaks my heart to watch and listen to other people being stuck there, be, basing their lives on and reacting to life and death. So I think that's the part that's really difficult when you know what you know, and then how do you share the wisdom, but not necessarily impose it upon others. Try to be there for them in their state of consciousness that they are in, but not regress yourself.
2: No, it's, it's a balance. It's no, no, doubt, no doubt about it. It's very difficult. And I, I would like to comment on what you were saying about depression, because that is absolutely true. Because a lot of people today, they are losing the religion that they once had. They once had a firm belief that there was a higher power, that there was a God, but as their intellects grow, they start to doubt it because the religions that we have been brought up with are not consistent with a scientific way of looking at things, and there's there's so many flaws in it. Not because that what Jesus taught was was full of flaws, because it wasn't, but the way it has been interpreted and used by the church, and then you find yourself that you cannot. You can no longer find any comfort in a church. So you stop going there. And that's when you will, will, will probably fall into a, a vacuum, a, a spiritual vacuum. And I know I, I, I've been there, and uh, I was an atheist for many, many years before I encountered this Martinez material. And Martinez really says that the stage of atheism is really a, ste- a step on the, on the way towards spiritual insight, because you have to sort of erase, um, erase the black so that you are ready for new information. You, you cannot mm-hmm. come with your whole concept of, relig- of traditional religion and then just jump onto this new spiritual science that I'm talking about. You have to have a space where you sort of clean the slate and, and become empty, like empty space. You don't know what what to believe. You think you're only here for a very short time. You think you're, you're identical to your physical body. You think you can die. And then at a certain point, when you have lived in that conviction for some time, you will start to become open to a new way of looking at things. And, and, and that is what I'm talking about when, when we're talking about this, a new... Spiritual awakening that is coming, and this will, I think, in the first place, it will hit and find uh, um, <laughs> its home with the atheists, with those who, who who don't have have a stand as a place to stand anyway. And but once you have found this place to stand, your depression will evaporate. I I assure you, because it is oh, yeah. very depressing not to have a spiritual stand a place to stand very depressing, it, it's like there's so much, there's a big big gap in your life and there's something that you are so much missing, and I've seen it so many times, that, that people who, who have left the religion and haven't found the spiritual science or, or this new consciousness shift they, they are lost, they are unhappy they can't see a meaning anywhere but it, it's, it's just a step, and, and they will find it yeah Yeah, because you know
1: what? They get depressed. They it's depressing to be stuck. It's depressing Mm. to not grow. That's what it's depressing. And so when you're in a in a in a organization or religion and it's not growing, you feel it like spiritually, and your soul begins to like desire to want to do what it was born to do. It's just like trying to keep a seed a, a plant. Inside of the seed stage, you know, when it was meant to blossom into a big, huge tree and you're trying to keep it, you know, confined. Don't grow. Don't don't water. Don't water. And and that's what happened. It has all of this this content inside of this seed and it's bursting at the seams to be a tree. And by staying in situations, you're yeah. you're, yeah. So, I mean, I go to a great spiritual center. I love it. Um, Celebration Spiritual Center. It's in Brooklyn. I mean, we're in New York. So, um, yeah, okay. but if you, if you, you can all, it's on YouTube and it's phenomenal um, because they're discussing all these ideas. They talk, you know, with um, Byron Katie, they talk about, you know, that text they discover they they discuss joe Dispenza's text this martinez person i 'm sure the the um the organizers they are familiar with that but we we explore you know God on a whole different level of consciousness you know yeah, and yeah. yeah it's a for now you can check it out online i got to shout them out because I love them it was like a, like I just had a new um, epiphany about spirituality when I found them, because if I had built a church myself, this would be it, you know? Yeah. So it's Spirit- um, celebration, spiritual center. You can find it on YouTube. If you're not able to go to the location, which is in Brooklyn, um, they have a lot of different conversations and different programs that you can do right online. So um, I Great. encourage people. And there are others. Oh, good. Yeah. There are others out there too. Um, Elsa, uh, they, yeah, they're I just few you. and far great. between. They're, yeah, they're they're I really definitely think out that there. Is
2: really great, because that is mm-hmm. what we need. We need to shred the old the old way of looking at things and and begin to find um, a, a new a new reality, a new truth. And it is happening. It is definitely happening. But it will of course take time. It's not something that will happen from one day to the next. But who cares? There's time enough we're eternal beings absolutely
1: yeah we don't have to worry about it that thing that we have to remind ourselves about that's why we have to keep going back in meditation because when we hear all of this and some of you out there might be thinking well you know oh my gosh everybody's got to know it's not something that we have to worry about it's something that's just naturally happening and for those who are ready you know those with eyes to see they will see and ears to hear they will hear at their time and as you said it's not detrimental for those who are not. So we're not saying that if you don't get this, woe is you. That's not what we're saying. So please understand. We're 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 saying that we there are levels to this, you know, and um (laughs) we're all learning um on the different levels. And even even religion as even religion as we know it has helped us is is very contrasting and has helped us to evolve in the way that we have evolved. You know, so it's all good it's all good. I want to go uh, switch. Yeah. I want to switch over Elsa. Um, There's a a wonderful couple who is scheduled to be on our show um, next week. In fact, Um, and Mm -hmm. they're listening in right, you know, today. And I want to thank them so much um, Mordecai and Esther for taking the time to listen in on the show um, today. And I just want to read the message that Mordecai and Esther have shared here. They are such a phenomenal people. Oh, I love them. I love you guys. Um, just their energy. I don't know them very well, but you know how you just connect and meet people and you just feel like you've yeah. known them forever. It's yeah. You probably, have. Like,
2: you probably
1: have. I ha- I probably have. It's like you guys get each other. Okay. So it's, he said, this is, this is Mordecai and Esther. What an inspirational show you are presenting this morning. Elsa is, fantastic and has a vast knowledge of the spiritual world and sh- that, and she is presenting in a very simple way. Yes, you are. We are very in- inspired by your message today, Esther. Um, she sa- um, they say the com- their comment is to expand the point of view that Elsa is presenting is as follows. Our spirit is like the jockey that is riding on the horse.
2: The mm-hmm. jockey
1: has to take, did you hear me? Care of the horse. And the horse has to take care of the jockey, where the jockey needs to go and what the jockey needs to do. Once the horse dies, the jockey moves on. If the jockey has completed its mission, it will go to the place of peace on eternity that God has prepared for each one of us. If the spirit did not complete its mission, the spirit will be placed on a waiting list a waiting place until God provides another body that this spirit can grow through the trial and tribulation and victories. Um, and this was Mordecai saying this. He says he hopes this, help, he, this helps. What are your thoughts about that message?
2: Um, I think it's a very good image that um, with, the, with the jockey. Yes, absolutely. The spirit is the jockey. And, uh, and it is also true that when it has learned its lesson, and it has no more to learn on the physical plane, then it will stop reincarnating at a certain point in time. And Martinez says that that will, that will be in, in a few thousand years. I mean, once we have learned everything there is to learn on this physical plane, and once we have evolved into real human beings in the image and likeness of God, then we have sort of stopped our journey at this time around. I mean, class is over, school is over. We have graduated with honors. There's no more to learn. And then we, we will stay on the spiritual plane for eons and eons and eons of time. Until after eons of time, it is again time for us to renew our consciousness and return to the, to the physical plane. But I'm talking more time than we can even imagine. Because we have to realize that the universe is, has been constructed in a way that it contains contrast. It contains light on the spiritual plane and darkness on the physical plane. And in order for the universe to exist eternally, this contrast is of paramount importance because we cannot experience eternally if we don't have contrast. So once we have lived in the spiritual world for so long that we can't even imagine, long and long and long time we have lived in the light, at a certain point of time we need another contrast, and we need to go back onto the physical plane. So there's really like mm. there's this, that, that, but this is the big, big, big picture. If we look at the, the, the little bit smaller picture, <laughs> we, we are where we are today, I would think that most of us would have between 30 and 10 reincarnations left before we reach the point when we become man in the image and likeness of God, or maybe more. I mean, these numbers are just some, something that I pull out of the air. But, um, okay. but so but we are still not, we still haven't reached the point when we are all finished human beings because we are still, a lot of us still brag, we steal, we kill, we kill animals and eat them. We, we are greedy. A lot of people are so greedy, they don't realize that this, where this greed will lead them. And there's jealousy, there's envy, there's uh, egoism and all that. And until we have unlearned these not really human qualities, <clears throat> we are not ready to be real human beings. We're not real human beings until we have unlearned these uh, qualities. And at this point, I would really like to say something about the law of karma, because the law of karma decrees that you reap what you sow. And Martinez points out that the law of getting to become knowledgeable about the law of karma is the biggest challenge facing humankind today. And I can really, really, really see that, because so many people think that they can go out and sow whatever, sow greed, sow killings, sow disrespect, Um, so uh, being harmful beating, maiming injuring and they will never it doesn't matter because they think they only live one life and they will never get back to them but karma zone in one life can come back to us in in a later life and I mean if only people would realize that I mean the, the terrorist who kills himself in a suicide attack and takes 20 30 other people with him He thinks that now it's all gone and he will go up to heaven and and get nine virgins or whatever. But that is absolutely not what's going to happen. He will have to come back to earth and experience exactly the same as what he did to others. And I mean, once we get this really under our skin and understand that whatever we do to others, whatever we sow, we will reap. And... I mean, if only people would get it, we would stop having wars, we would stop eating meat, we would stop maltreating uh, animals in, in small pens and slaughterhouses, we would stop depleting the earth, we would stop being greedy and think that everything we, we, we just want everything for ourselves. So I mean it it's it's so important that people get their red head around it. And we must also remember that karma is not a punishment, it is a loving instruction. Pointing us in the direction of becoming real human being. and we must also understand that what we sow when we sow love, we will reap it. When we sow kindness, we will reap it. When we sow help, we will reap it. Not only the bad things that we will reap, we will reap everything we sow. Also the good things. So this is a major point to to get our heads around that. Oh, I mean, the the, the things that are going on with animals and, and the, the, the way they are treated. It 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 makes me sick. Sorry.
1: <laughs> That's, okay. Over. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Well, I thank I thank you so much for that. Your passionate expression just now was very um, enlightening, and you know, I just I pray that this broadcast has you know planted some. I know that it has planted some seeds in the consciousness, and um, we are doing our part what we can, and when we know better really, truly know better. We will, we're working to do better, you know? And so that's, that's really important. Um, I'd like to have you back on Elsa, because there's so much that you covered, even in that last part of what you said that, Mm -hmm. you know, we could really go on and, you know, come Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's schedule to do that um soon. We'll be yeah. in touch via email. Um mm-hmm. definitely appreciate your passion and your rawness, and your realness. Sometimes we we need, you know, to directness, you know, because you know, sometimes we just can't see ourselves. And sometimes adversity, like we talked about on one of the other shows, adversity and challenges, they come and, and then, then we choose to, to make a shift in our lives, right? Then we choose yeah. to get our act together. But oftentimes yes. before that, we're kind of just going along just to get along, you know? Yeah. And we need this type of discussion to help raise our consciousness, to help us do the introspective, you know, um, dialogue and have the conversation with ourselves and really challenge ourselves to live better, you know, because, and hold ourselves accountable because we are responsible. What we yes. do does matter. It does matter.
2: Exactly. It does. Exactly. There's yeah. a cosmic responsibility and we are all. There is a co-
1: mm-hmm.
2: yes. Yeah. And the and, more and you raise the... your
1: consciousness, you... mm-hmm. go ahead.
2: Yeah. No, as you said, that, that be, uh, uh, what did you say? <laughs> what, what did you say? Accountable. That is so important yeah. that we realize that we have to be accountable for all our acts and that there is a cosmic responsibility that we have to live up to. And as long as, as we are disregarding this and, and thinking that we can do whatever and, and it will never have any consequences, we are so mistaken. I mean, it, mm. we, we really, really are so mistaken. So I mean, oof, what we are doing now that to, to to the earth and depleting the resources and uh, but but I've, <laughs> let me just say that I think this is of course something that is being corrected from from above and there's a huge awakening also about green energy and and stop eating meat and going vegan and but we must also realize that the earth that we are living on is also a living being. There's life inside life inside life on every level. And it is the earth that runs the, 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 the climate here. We don't do it. But that, that doesn't mean that, that we shouldn't stop uh, polluting and, and being disrespectful to the earth. We must show it great respect. But we don't run. We don't run things here. And, but that's another aspect mm-hmm. that we don't have to go into absolutely. now. No, yeah. Absolutely, No,
1: absolutely. Um, um, I'd like for you to share with us, where can we find your book, The Illusion of Death?
2: Well, the book is actually Mm -hmm. called The Death is an Illusion. (laughs) And uh, it's on all the Amazons. Mm -hmm. It's on all the Amazons. As I said, it was republished in 2002. Since then, I have published six more titles. And they are all on Amazon. And uh, my latest title, which I wrote together with a friend of mine, Maria McMahon, is called Reincarnation in a Nutshell. Why Reincarnation is Real. And it only came out on the 3rd of January this year. So it's only been on the market for about a year, a month and a half. And it's also on all the Amazons. And I would also like to to point out my website is called newspiritualscience.com. And on my website, you can find all my books. You can find my blog with more than, than 40 articles about the big questions. There is a lot of free material to download. There's audios and videos and podcasts and, and, uh, and uh, articles. So, um,
1: there's what's a that website that...
2: again? New New Spiritual New Spiritual
1: New Spiritual Times dot com. No, no, Elsa... New
2: Spiritual Science Science.
1: No, oh, sorry, New Spiritual Science. Yes. Dot com.
2: Exactly. That's amazing. Please go awesome. to my new... website yes. and see oh, oh, all the I'll material that's on there. there. Yes. Um, Absolutely. Because that's Thank really so my little window, you. my, riddle, my um, little um, showcase, show window to the world where you can get an idea about what I'm, I'm doing. And, uh, and, yeah, see if it's something that appeals to you. And if it's not, just leave it. I mean, Absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Thank you so uh, much I,
1: again for joining us today, Elsa.
2: This was a phenomenal so show.
1: We'll have you again soon.
2: Thank you so much.
1: Elsa Biscoff. everyone. Um, And thank you, everyone out there in our community for listening. Special shout-out and thank you to Mordecai and Esther, who will be on next week. Have a wonderful rest of your Sunday. Queen Stand Up community.
2: Today's show was such a blessing.
0: Join us next Sunday, February 24th at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we discuss Cultivating a Joy-Filled Marriage. Our guest hosts will be Esther and Mordecai Since. To learn more about Esther and Mordecai, please visit their website at www.makelifeasuccess.com. Until next time and always, beautiful people, be blessed and queens, stand up.